Perektes Vav, Mishnah Vav. We learned in Mishnah Dalid that if a woman's co-wife testifies that their husband has died, that testimony is not believed. So for example, if it's your Rachel and Leah, and Rachel testifies that, that their husband died, Leah may not on that basis get remarried. Even though testimony of a different woman would be believed for this purpose, because there's a presumed hostility between two co-wives, so we have to be concerned that maybe, for example, Rachel is falsely testifying that their husband died, so that Leah should go get remarried based on that false testimony, and then when the husband comes in alive and well, this will be greatly to the detriment of Leah, all of the penalties we learned about in Perak Yud, that apply in the event that the testimony turns out to be wrong. Our Mishnah further elaborates on this halacha. The Mishnah says, Let's say Rachel and her husband went overseas. And upon Rachel's return, she testifies in Bezdin, My husband has died. The halacha as far as herself is, as we learned in the beginning of the parak, Rachel can get remarried on the basis of her own testimony and collect her ksuba. Vitsarasa Asura, where her co-wife, for example, Leah, may not get remarried. Again, the halach is that we do not accept the testimony of a woman's co-wife to establish that her husband died. So it emerges that Rachel's testimony is believed and isn't believed. It depends on who it's relevant to. As far as Rachel herself, it's believed, but as far as Leah is concerned, it's not believed. As the Mishnah teaches us that we do not say, and in this situation, surely Rachel is not lying, because look, she herself is acting upon the testimony. She's getting remarried. So she herself is going to be in a lot of trouble if this is false, if her husband is really alive. The Mishnah teaches us that, no, nevertheless, we have to suspect that maybe she is falsely testifying and even lending that testimony credence by acting on that herself, even though this will be to her a great detriment. For it could be she's so animated by her hatred of her co-wife that she's pulling a Shimshin Agibor. Shimshin did this kind of thing in a positive way, which in the dramatic ending to the story of Shimshin, when he was captured by the Palishtim, he was bound to a pillar there in a palace with many of the important Palishti officers. In a final burst of Shimshin's superhuman strength, he declared, Thomas Nafshin Palishtim. I shall die along with the Palishtim. And he was able to move away the pillar causing the structure to topple, causing the death of many of these the officers, ending his own life as well. So that's the way the Gemara encapsulates this notion of sometimes a person is so blinded by hatred, he will act even against his own detriment, as long as he will take the subject of his hatred down with him. So maybe that's going on here. And thus, as far as Leah is concerned, we do not believe Rachel's testimony. So Leah may not get remarried. The mission now presents a dispute regarding to what degree Rachel's testimony is rejected vis-a-vis her co-wife, Leah. The first opinion in this dispute says as follows. The event that Leah, in our example, is a Bas Yisrael, her father is not a Kohen, but her and Rachel's husband, whose whereabouts are unknown, is a Kohen, which means that upon Leah's marriage to her husband, she became entitled to partake of Truma. Truma is forbidden for a non-Kohen, but permitted for Cohen and his wife. The first opinion rules, in our case in which Rachel has testified that their husband died, and so according to her testimony, Leah would be forbidden to partake of Truma, yet the halacha is tochal betruma. Leah may continue 
to have truma because this Tana argues Rachel's testimony vis-a-vis Leah is utterly rejected. We don't consider it even to be stringent. Thus, Leah may continue to have truma. Diva Rabbi Tarfan, these are the words of Rabbi Tarfan. However, Rabbi Akiva Omer, This approach will not guarantee that a sin will not be committed, rather that it is only achieved that If we, on the one hand, say that Leah cannot actually rely on Rachel's testimony to get remarried, she can't get remarried on its basis because maybe the whole thing is a lie, Thomas Nafshi and Polishim, just to mess Leah up. On the other hand, at the same time, Leah does have to be concerned that maybe Rachel's testimony is true with regards to the issue of truma. That is, that Leah has to be concerned that maybe Rachel's testimony is true, and that as a result, Leah is no longer qualified to have truma, so in practice she can't continue to have truma.